When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Throwback Thursday with Gavino Rich. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is what? Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Thursday. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Bueller. Who are you? I'm Batman. Ned Ryerson. Bang! Two in a box. Ready to go. Maybe fast and maybe slow. It's throwback Thursday. Could be Are you running for a bit? Should I have done that to my brother, Crucito, I say? You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? You wanna dance? I know a tune. It's called stick and cut. Oh! You like dancing a stick and cut? I say. Property of Vatos Locos. Santana style. Welcome to the show again. Sports, entertainment, life, Cavino and Spot on the Cavino and Rich show. And we're going to be throwing it back today. Thank you guys for hanging out. Let's be rocking out. <laughs> <laughs> A grito. The end of a grito. A grito. The end of a grito always has to kind of be a little bit sad. Oh, hi. 
Yeah. <laughs> like you always have to. It's like it's so funny like because someone like yeah. someone in your because uh, uh, I always picture ancestry some, some dude singing to a woman that left him for like a more rich Mexican, and he's singing and he's doing his party grito because but he gets real sad about it. <laughs> Because he's almost crying. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah, I love gotta, it. Gotta put a little bit of sadness and then you amp it up again. That's and then great. Yo, Spike, you do a Covino, bro. I feel like I used to do a better one in our early days of Covino and Rich, but I, I lost my pipes along the I way. Think, I think the key to doing a good Grito is being yeah. a little bit pitchy. I think in general, I'm just a little pitchy. So you hear the waver and the emotion in the voice. I gotta be honest, dude. As when, you trail off. When my mom plays some good old folk Mexican music, some good old folk Mexican. Music. Yeah, but when there's a good grito in it, though, it really does. Like, it hits. You know, it really hits. The best grito ever, though, on a Throwback Thursday, the best grito ever is from Three Amigos. Oh, it it's really by, is by far. It's it's really the best one. I'm not even kidding you. Like, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Look at that. Look at that celebration. We're Sorry. all getting fattenings today. Fattenings. Drinking tequila, eating tacos, having beer. It's fattenings. There he Taco. is. Tacos. Hey, pull up my shirt, too. I want to show everybody my shirt today. Why, why? So I can see your belly? Oh, pull no. up your shirt. No, 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 no. Not pull up my shirt, but show my shirt here. Look. Would you say I have a plethora? Why, el guapo. Si, si, a plethora. I want to thank... Marla from Texas, who sent us these shirts, and I waited for this very special day to rock my plethora, plethora, three amigos t-shirt, throwback Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. Thank you guys for look being at, here. Uh, Appreciate you. Look at him. Uh, look at him dancing. Look at look at El Lapo. Isn't he some Jewish guy too? He is. <laughs> Wait, is he? Oh, is he Mexican? I don't know. I love that. Man, man. I want to go to this party. What a clip! You know who produced this movie? Written and produced by Steve Martin. Really? Yeah, it says it right here on our poster. Oh. That's why I was looking at it the other day. Look. Executive producer and written by Steve Martin. We have a Photoshop that Franz made us behind me of me, Rich, and Spot as the three amigos. But thank you guys for being here. And if you're not watching, we opened up our show with a clip from... A movie that changed my life. I swear to God, on a throwback Thursday, I got to tell you. You know how it changed your life? I can tell. It gave you a lot of great phrases. To oh, say. bro. It, it's the most cheesy, quotable movie. And everyone, know you got to realize. Jelly Bean? You got to. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. Vatos Logos Forever. Hey, Cinderella, go find yourself a fella. Where'd you get that black eye See, There's so many lines in that. Something so, about chichon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give me some chonchon. So, remember, I grew up in Union, New Jersey. Bunch of Irish and Italian kids, right? So everyone had their like Italian lean to them. But that movie was shown on HBO so much that when everybody watched it around the same time, around 90-something, late 1900s, had to be around 93. I don't know. Guess Oh, it. the movie? Yeah. <laughs> is, that for, is that my cue to look it up? I feel like it, I get 91 and 93, 93 confused sometimes. 93, 93. 93. 91, Nirvana, Metallica, all that stuff was big. The grunge thing exploded. 93, in my high school, I feel like 
every kid came up to me because I was the only Mexican kid they knew. And they were like, orale, orale, vatas locos. And dude, the first time I watched that movie, I was, it's like a three hour epic movie. It was supposed to be like you the know, Mexican Godfather when it was made. Oh. And it, it ended up being a little bit cheesy, but I'm telling you still to this day, it's one of the best movies ever. And it made such an impact on me. I really thought I was a Vato Loco for like the next, well, until today. Smile, look at that picture. I just, the link I just sent you right now, like this was me in high school. I'm not even kidding you. This is me and my high school girlfriend, but I cut her out out of respect. <laughs> I cut her out of the picture Are out of respect. Are you serious with this photo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is me. I thought I was fucking... Benjamin Brandt and Vatos Locos forever. Look at me. Throwback Thursday. Uh, you know what's weird? This wasn't Halloween. No. <laughs> Orale. Ah, ha, 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 Wait, honestly, though, what was this? Was this for anything? No, I was just chilling. Are you serious? Yeah. No. But I mean, I did it for effect, but. No, I don't think you did. I did, but I mean, I was just chilling. It wasn't Halloween. That's my girlfriend. She looked Hispanic, but she was 100% Italian. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Anyway. So this is just you chilling on a Friday night. My point is, the movie had such an effect on me, such an impact. Like, you know how little kids watch a movie, like they watch Spider-Man, or they watch a karate movie, and they're doing karate afterwards? <laughs> I watched that movie, and I was like, Orale, pinche vato! I'm telling you, man, that movie had such impact, because it was like the evolution of this, this character, Miklo. Because he starts off like such a bitch. The which story is, do you know the story? Me, which one's me? The white guy. Oh, okay. He's half Mexican. It's the story of this half Mexican oh, so white it's like, guy. It's like you. But he identifies, everyone sees his, him as a white guy, right? Right. But he is Mexican. And he gets in trouble and he has to live with his full-on Mexican cousins. And he's just trying to prove to them that he's a vato loco. So he turns out, he starts off like this weak-ass dude, and he turns into this crazy gang member. Danny Trejo's in it. Benjamin Bratt's in it. Biff, Biff Tannen from Back to the Future's in it. Um, Thomas what's his name? Wilson. Thomas F. Wilson. Thomas F. Wilson. And who's the dude from Bad Santa? Why am I thinking? Oh, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton's in it. Blood in, blood out. <clears throat> Was supposed to be an epic film. Clearly. <laughs> it's epic to me and to a lot of people, but it turned out to be more of a cult classic than anything. Again, because HBO played the shit out of it, and then I watched it 8,000 times, and so did all my friends growing up, and we would quote that shit. It was the most quotable movie ever, but on a throwback Thursday, you know what's hey, interesting? I, I suggest you check it out, man. It's a really good movie. It came out in 93. Yeah. It's called Bound by Honor. Blood in, blood out, bound by honor. Oh, there's a, there's a tagline. Uh -huh. um, I, you know, of course I'm very aware of the movie at this point. I don't know what I was doing in 93, but it was not watching this movie. I get it, dude. But like I said, like, because I was the only Mexican kid that my friends knew. My friends knew I was here, Italian here and Mexican. The here are the top All films they did of was, 19... These are was the films quote, that came out in 93. It was a cult classic spot, I'm telling uh, clearly, you. Clearly, but like... I saw uh, The Thief and the Cobbler before I saw uh, Blood In, Blood Out. Like of all these movies, it just never stood out. And where's the, I want to see Rudy, the feedback. Mrs. Doubtfire. Can I see the feedback? Because I'm sure there's some people backing me up on that. But on the throwback Thursday, look, there's more to- Son-in-law. I even saw son-in-law. There's more to Mexican culture than- Jurassic Park, of course. Cinco de Mayo. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Poetic justice. But today, I guess- 
it's more of an Americanized sort of celebration of Mexican culture. Hold on. If I go down far enough, where it, will it say 1993 uh, Cholo movies? No. Uh-huh. You're not going to. No, you're not going to see it, man. It, it, it wasn't that type of movie, but it definitely has a huge following and left huge impact. But when you see it, when you saw it then, it hit you. Because I was like, what am I watching? And then I was like, oh, my God. Because, again, the evolution of the main character is incredible yeah, change in your the life. movie. Changed my life. It's like, it's like those TikTok videos like, yo, public Arsis loves it. One day after watching Breaking Bad, you know, and then by the third day after watching Breaking Bad, you're talking like Jesse Pinkman. Or like Yellowstone. Yeah, you see those videos. You know, into a bitch. But it was a huge movie at the time, and it's a cult classic for everybody else, for sure. Um, there's a, I don't know if you could find a spot, but there's a black dude who does a really funny video, viral video on he just watched Blood In, Blood Out for the first time. And how it blew his mind. Oh, is it this guy? Oh, you've seen him? Is it, uh, There's a black guy. He's like... This guy? No, no, no. He's, uh, like a, he's like a heavier set black guy. And if you do a quick Google, like he watches it and gives you his review on it. But it's the funniest shit ever because he's like, yo, he, he wants to be Mexican now. And it's crazy how he'd never seen this movie before. And it's just one of those movies. Uh, but This guy? Uh, it might be, yeah. It might be. <laughs> the movie poster of this movie fool you because when you look at the movie poster you think of happy endings this isn't hold on i started watching the movie as an afro-american male born in florida now resigned in naples florida florida ceiling window post watching this movie i'm positive that i'm from east l.a my surname is Josue De Loco Maretes Rodriguez. I don't know who suggested watching Vatos Locos forever. If you've never seen Blood In, Blood Out, Blood In, Blood Out is like a gang movie on steroids injected with some crack cocaine multiplied by heroin added to MySpace fever. <laughs> it was so many gang signs thrown in this it was so many gang signs thrown in this movie that I'm positive that every actor post-film had to go see a chiropractor because they had to develop arthritis to be in this movie. Bruh. Vatos <laughs> Logos! Forever! He's doing gang signs, but he goes on and is on it, about is it, is it? VL. It's the V and the L. Which way, so is, which way is the L? The L. VL. Vatos Logos. VL. So, again, they have this, this battle with Tres Puntos and Spider, and then they go to jail, and it's all about La Onda. And you got to check it out. It's a gang movie. That's what it is. It's a gang movie. But, again, it's, it's just funny stuff to talk about on a throwback Thursday, but it really did have huge impact on me. I've been saying Vatos Locos forever since 93. By the way, to, to respond to Nibi, Rich isn't here because he is too white. We wouldn't allow him on the show. He's yeah, he's way too white he's for today's show. White. He's yeah. actually he's, in the, he's waiting in the other room. I can't see the feedback, by the way, but I want to I want to address some of it. Um, but thank you guys for hanging out with us. Appreciate you. We're gonna throw it back. We got some Oopsie. nonsense to talk about. Um, Oopsie doodle. Again, I think the story goes well. Again. Mexico won a battle against the French in like 1862 or some shit like that over the city of Puebla, right? Some little city. They, and they won this battle and they beat the French and it giving, was a big deal. Are you giving a history lesson? No, I'm saying that's what it is. But it was never really a big thing in Mexico. No, it's not. Right? It's not. Isn't like it's not it's, Mexican independence. No, but it was an acknowledged thing, right? right. It's, it's a thing. But 
I think in the 80s, 90s, they really started to push it here in America as a celebration of Mexican-American culture. And, you know, we took it, ran with it, and had some fun with it. And really started to acknowledge it. I remember clearly in the 90s, I I sent you a picture spot of, of me and my buddies. Again, this is before it was a thing. Before it was a really big thing here. It was just a reason oh. to get together with some friends and have some drinks. And when I say drinks, I want you to take a look at the picture because let's not forget, yeah, the, the infamous uh, what, was, what was it like a, a, a bean sandwich? Moyetes is my what my mom said they are, but I never called them that. It's just refried beans on a bagel, but they're moyetes. But my tita's tacos. You know, she was really proud to share her food and, and the culture with my friends. So we would go to my house. We'd have some authentic food and then this is why i bring this up there's a picture of me and my college slash high school friends on a throwback thursday i should have wore that outfit on that day my cholo outfit i can't get over this i can't get over that this is real and not for something i mean i was chilling being a clown but i really was feeling myself i'm not gonna lie but jacob moultrie brings up a good point too american history x i loved equally man i loved american he said that was the white version of blood in blood out american history x with ed norton and edward furlong that was fantastic that was one of my favorite movies too man uh, i loved it i loved all that gang shit i I love we we had the we had the godfather we had goodfellas oh yeah we had the sopranos for for mexicans i mean when it comes to gang movies blood in blood out for sure for sure we had mob movies but it's dated. It's dated. You know, it's again, it's a 93 movie. But if I you never, saw it then. I never felt the need to dress like uh, Michael Corleone or Vito Corleone. Dude, it just, uh, it, it was just so badass. I'm not even kidding you. It's like, it's like the first time you saw Karate Kid, you were doing crane kicks at the end. You know, you're, like, yeah, you're in the kitchen making karate moves. When you see Blood In, Blood Out, especially in the 90s, you're like, orale. Have you ever even been the to the Rooster? Have you ever been to East LA? Yeah. And when I played baseball in, in high school and college, we played baseball out here on traveling teams. Really? Yeah. I remember being in East LA. I remember. Oh, you must have played some Vatos. I remember my, my coach being like, tell those guys you're Mexican. Everybody loves that. Young Tell Vatos. them you're Mexican. Tell them you're, tell them you're Mexican. So I remember going up like, yeah, and the guy looked at me. He's like, you're not a real Mexican. Like you speak Spanish. Yeah, you could have easily okay, gone the other, like... I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not then. Like, your genetics, your skin could have easily gone the other way where you could have just, like, you could have looked like Miklo. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think my brother looks more Italian than Mexican. You don't think just, so? No, he looks just like you. No, I don't think so. I he do. looks a lot like my dad. And I look more like my mom, for sure. Something in the eyes and the skin tone. I mean, my brother looks Hispanic, but he looks more Italian, I, I mean, think. Your brother looks exactly the same to me. <laughs> no. I mean, we, we resemble each other for sure, but, you know, you can see it. But oh, on I a love, throwback Thursday. I love Stand and Deliver. That was, that's how I learned about uh, Stand Vato culture. With, uh, the inner city Edward James Omos? culture with Edward James Olmos. That's how I learned about it because they made us watch it in school, in our protected little white school. Where uh, got a body in, decomposing uh, in, in my locker in math class. In math class, that's a great movie, man. It's a great movie. Mi familia. What's the other one with Edward James? Almost. What's the other one? I'm I'm forgetting a classic, but look, if you if you really want to throw it back on a Thursday and enjoy a cerveza, watch some Blood and Blood Out, but put yourself in a '93 mindset, you know. But I did, Jason Brown. 
I loved New Jack City, Boys in the Hood, Menace to Society. I loved Juice. I loved Clockers, dude. I loved all of those on a Throwback Thursday, like Juice. gangster movies. Juice. So I watched them all, man. They had big, big influence on me. You know why? I had, had a lot of black friends. Sounds like a very racist thing, even though it's not. I had a lot of black friends. Congratulations on your black friends. <laughs> Isn't it funny how like, you can't even say that without sounding like it's try hard and racist? But a lot of times the commonality would be quoting some shit from those movies, right? And I had a lot of Italian friends and you were quoting shit from Goodfellas. Remember Ray Liotta went to my high school. Congratulations on your Italian friends. Chantix. So we were quoting Goodfellas. Dude, everybody was quoting Blood In, Blood Out to me. And that movie, I loved that movie. I did. I loved it. Mi Familia. What's the other one? American Me. Thank you, Luis. American Me. They're all great. And I loved them, whether they were black gangster movies, Italian gangster movies, and my favorite Mexican gangster movies, Vatos Locos Forever. Blood In, Blood Out, Bound by Honor. Is it American Me, M-E, or American Me, M-I? American Me is great. But I wanted you to pull that picture up again because I had a funny sort of observation uh, the bean sandwich photo well last time i showed this i showed this recently to talk about how it's cool to share pictures you've never seen before and my uncle bill sent me that one i'd never seen it before and i remembered that day because i got my grandma to you know cook some tacos for my friends and her tacos were famous in my family you know i loved them what's on that plate in the front it looks dessertish those are tacos bro oh. she would fry them or put them, you know, put them in oil. And the molletes, which is just refried tacos. beans on, on the bagel. But I posted that <laughs> oh, picture today right. on a Throwback Thursday on my social media. So please leave a comment. And I said, you know, obviously, of course, I miss my grandmother, my tita. But man, do I miss those tacos for real. So I was more of a taco local forever. But the reason I bring that up, pull it back up, is because I was looking at it. And look what we're drinking there. Uh, I see. Uh, is that Lipton Brisk? <laughs> Little Brisk, baby. Yo, yo, Brisk, baby. I see three cans of Lipton Brisk, one can of Pepsi with like the old logo. And you know what that Actually, is? Actually, two though? cans of Pepsi. But you know what that is? And a beer. I, this is 97, 98, right? So I, I'm like 20, 21, barely. I'm like 20, right? My Yankees hat on. I'm rocking some band's t-shirt. I just can't see who's. It looks like uh, a Margaritaville shirt because it's got two parrots on it. I'm wearing a, a tight Gucci link silver chain. Oh, super tight. Yeah. But my point is this. You're not wearing that today? No, nah, this is a different one. I'm wearing a different one now. Uh -huh. Less <laughs> Same tacky. Thing. Same thing to me. I'm less flashy now. I'm so more humbled. We Did you have earrings this. at the time? Always. Since like I can't junior high. Since eighth grade. They probably had hoops on. That's why. I had hoops. I'm sorry. I what? always wore hoops. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, bro. Vatos Locos wear like, hoops. Like hoops Cholos. little hoops yeah right now i'm wearing my onyx earrings because rashawn said i, I got like soft rings? when like i started big, when i stopped wearing them like is that what you wear to the club like big hoops i wore hoop earrings always up until can you clarify because most people think hoops, hoops bro little hoops are big like big things like no hoops. one's fucking thinking i'm wearing chola hoops i did little hoops I little did. hoops that's what i thought so my point is this guys oh you had a point okay at a throwback thursday I keep that on a Cinco de Mayo. No, because my hair looks good today. I think. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, eh, I don't. Uh, care. I really yeah, don't care either looks, way. Looks yeah, good. Yeah. No, it looks pretty good. I, I did. I trimmed it up myself yesterday. Gave myself a little extra fade action. But Spotty, in this picture, if you guys aren't watching on tier two, 
It's a throwback picture of just me and my friends enjoying a Cinco de Mayo before it was really a thing. Before it was a big thing where people go out and party and have Mexican food. And, and again, just a, a reason to celebrate. But celebrate Mexican culture. The food, the drinks, the music, the fun. We were doing it. And you see we're all drinking Lipton iced teas. That's brisk, baby. That's brisk, baby. We're all drinking iced teas. You see a little Corona action in the middle. I don't know what that is. I think it's just a koozie. What is the Corona? It's where the flowers are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All I right. think my buddy Tom. All right, so that's, that's, and Tom was full on Irish. It right. looks like he was drinking a Pepsi, maybe. How I don't know. How many drinks can you find in this photo? All the right, point I see, is I this, I see the brisk, the Pepsi. This is a beer. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait. But I'll tell you what. My parents were super cool. Cowens. And I'm telling you that if we wanted to have a Corona, a Tecate, a Modelo, any type of cerveza, I don't think they would have really cared too much because they trusted me and we were just having a nice time at their house with my grandma, kicking back, enjoying some food. But I think out of respect... And I was like, nah, we'll have some iced teas. That's how I would imagine it. Because we were like 2021. 20, My parents weren't dumb enough to think that their college son and his college friends weren't drinking. We were drinking and smoking weed all the time. Right? That's just how it was. I don't know if kids today are as respectful. What are your thoughts on that? And then I have another thought about kids today. Do our kids today respecting their parents? I wouldn't curse or drink in front of my parents until I felt really comfortable enough to do so. Really, I'm, I'm dead serious. And there's a picture of me and my friends. We were totally at a borderline drinking age. And I'm, we're all drinking iced teas. I don't know how it works, but I'm trying to prepare myself mentally. Like, man, when Melody becomes of age, you know, like I, Melody uses loopholes. Like, she'll read texts to me and she'll slip in a curse or something. Like, yo. She's like, yeah, dad, but I'm just quoting it. I'm well, like doesn't fly i would have never yeah. pulled that type of like disrespect right and my parents weren't even strict with me dude they weren't even strict at all that's the weird part about it kids today i don't know how they handle that kids today, you sense old um i mean i'm 45 I, years it old depends it depends on the the household and i think kid, when you say kids today i don't think they give a dgaf rick bond i don't think they Give a, dilly, a, a dilly gaff. A dilly gaff? They don't dilly gaff. Do I look like I give a fuck? They um, don't dilly gaff. I think the households have gotten more lax. So you might you might have a household where, like my household, I do not remember, nor do I think that my parents had drinks or drank, except for when family was over. Like I don't picture them sitting down, having a cocktail with dinner, or you know breaking out a bottle of wine every night. There are a lot of households where it's constant drinking. So drinking in the household seems like a normal thing, especially in, in ethnic households, at least in Italian households. I know they're constantly drinking wine. So, But the kids, dude, I'll tell but, you what. I've dated straight up 100% off the boat Italian girls. Right. They never drank and cursed in front of their parents. Cursing. Dude, like, no way. I remember... I, I, you know, obviously you curse with your friends and you curse in school, but not to the, you know... With, amongst friends not to the teacher but i never i would never curse at home because my mother never the only time i heard my mother curse was like saying the word asshole on the phone to someone if she was upset oh i heard my parents curse always but, but i never really did yeah we it was like 
I can't even remember the first time a curse word came out of my mouth, but I guarantee you I was Dude, like, I swear to God, over 18. Yo, spot. It must have been because our grandparents had big giant wooden spoons that yeah. I thought were for decoration, but they could potentially pull them off the wall and beat you with I them. I told you. I my to- Uncle Joe, dude, was full on an adult, right? Full on an adult, but I would, I would think he was my age because he'd be on my level. So if I was 10, he was like 20, but we'd be playing together. Like for real, but he'd be in my zone, right? Nothing, no I tickle know. games. Sorry. I saw the look on your face. We didn't t- have Sorry. tickle fights, you idiot. Sorry. I know. But he's just a really immature guy is my point. But he had so much respect for my grandma. Oh, yeah. Right? That he would say things like, I remember him saying, ship. And I, I thought that was like slang. But looking back, he didn't want to say shit. And I remember him saying all these Mother Hubbards. I swear to God, we would write songs, and instead of saying Mother Effer, we would write, oh, you stupid Mother Hubbards. And I just thought he was being funny. He didn't want to say Mother Effer in front of my family and in front of his mother. And I think that level, and I laugh about it till this day, like Mother Hubbards, shit like that. Right. The level of respect now is so different than when we were growing up. I'm telling you, my Uncle Joe never cursed in front of my grandma. I would never curse or even acknowledge a dirty joke in front of my parents. And my parents were as laid back as it came. I didn't drink in front of my parents until I felt truly comfortable enough. And, and my girlfriend Jordan now does not till this day drink or curse in front of her parents. She's 30. She does not have a drink in front of her parents. All right, let me show you something. Kids today don't give a fuck. This is the exact set, the exact set that my family had in the house. Okay, you see it? Yeah. This is the exact How'd you set. find the exact set? I don't know. I just searched like blue floral handle because oh, I remember the, that blue floral white handle. Yeah. So you see the thing all the way to the left? Yeah. You would think in an Italian household it would be wooden spoons. No, that is what I got hit with. Seriously? A flat metal spatula. That was long and thin. Do you know what metal feels so like that, that on skin? In check. No, Do you know because what metal feels dude, like on skin. Hey, I was never hit. I got beat with. I probably deserved <laughs> a few, line. you know, knocks in the head, but I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to send this to my family. By the way, I'm getting a lot of feedback. Daniel Javier Feets and, and, and Jesus and Wes never cursed in front of my parents or grandparents. Oh, yeah. Bill says his wife is 42, doesn't drink or curse in front of her parents. There's something about that level of respect that was ingrained in us that kids do not have, even if you enforce it, because they don't give a shit. And I'll tell you what. They think things like that are just too serious and too, like, boomerish. I got to tell you. But here's where the disconnect comes. That's old. (sighs) I don't know, man. And I'm wondering, like, is Melly going to try to pull that stuff when she gets a little older? It's like, I sure to hell hope not. So I'm trying to put a kibosh to it now, uh, and, you know, because she's only 12. But she thinks, and I saw, I saw Daniel from Arizona say that kids and people do think there's a loophole when you're quoting things. You're allowed to say things when you're reading someone else's text or someone else's words. And it's like, no, Melody. You can't say that word just because someone else wrote it in text. It's the, I, it's the equivalent of like singing the N word. <laughs> she says to me now, though. <laughs> to see, me, to me, you have to address to me, it. It feels like that's how how 
out of line it feels. She'll she'll read a lyric to me. She'll be no, like, it's "Dad, not the can same. I, can I know I, it's not the same. It's not the still, same, but it but feels you know the same. I, but it feels the same. It feels, it feels like same. you're violating something." Look at us, Steve. Steve Racho. I still don't curse in front of my parents at 52. I apologize to my mom. I talked to my mom this morning, right? Steven, I was just thinking about every time I call them. It's like I have some sort of a. If your mom only knew what you were what you were doing. No, but it's some. It's like I have some sort of like connection. Like, Stephen, I was just gonna call you. I was just thinking about you. I'm like, mom, you say that all the time. Well, she is always thinking about you. Like, yeah, constantly. I guarantee so, you. Yeah, she is thinking about you all day long. It's like I have this weird sort of like. No, I think like any time of day, if you call her, she was thinking about you at that moment. Right. Me and your father would just talk, probably talking shit about me, but I get it. Yeah, and I said something about, about I said something about, yeah. Your brother is the worst. I just don't, I just said something like, I just don't fucking get it or something like that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to curse. It's okay. I am an adult and I still recognize that they're my parents. And that respect, it's sad, but true Metallica style. That it doesn't seem to be there, but I'm working on it. I'm really, really working on it. Sometimes it doesn't appear to be working, but it's I'm working on it. Like Melody will say, Dad, can I read this? And I'm like, no. But go ahead. I want to hear what she has to say. Um, but I wonder, I wonder, right? So the two of us were very strict in our households. No. Yeah. But no, I'm my parents were never strict with me. I just had respect okay, for them because so they were my parents. I feel like now I'm just a, a vile potty mouth. I'm dropping <laughs> shit fucks yeah. and, and everything that I possibly can. Remember Jim Ramsey said we yeah. dropped uh, 168 F-bombs in like eight minutes. Is that a result of having it bottled up for so long in our households that now we're just unleashing because we can and we're adults? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, my point is this. And I throw back Thursday because we had a different level of respect for adults and especially parents than our kids today do, man. I don't know if don't it's know. social media. I don't know if it's... Talk we, act, we act... Uh, you know what? You know how, like, you know, 40 is the new 30. We act maybe more immature than our parents did, so therefore they think they can get away with more. I mean, it's going to lighten up every generation because, well, first of all, my grandparents didn't speak English. But, you know, any sort of out of line, it was just, it was that look you would get from the, the dad that would just stare and like, you know, give the anger through the eyes, the anger, anger eyes. Then it, it got to you. And now it's like, I you realize father. what you had, what you got. So you don't like, I think parents have it's, gotten it's respect man. a little bit more. La like they, they're, they have, they don't garner. They have a different relationship with their children. Parents today don't garner the parents respect are, because they act like they want to like be their friends. They want to be friends and yeah. we act young and immature and we act like kids still a little bit. It's a little bit of overcorrection, I think. Yeah. Because we were terror, not terrorized, but we were so, I don't know. I, I feel to me it was strict, but I feel like we got so much strict from our parents because they got a lot of strict from their parents that we're kind of overcorrecting that we don't want to have that strict household. We, hey, we're cool parents. We're young. Everyone feels younger, you know, like when, when your parents were your age, they were pretty much like retired, you know, they had like a full family. Well, and that's and why my brother, my brother was the, op my brother would say things to my parents that I would have never said to my parents, you know, because they got older and they like, were, does anyone wash anybody's mouth out with soap anymore? No, nah, just Ralphie's mom. Right? Just I, that happened mom. to me. I yeah. got the spatula. I just didn't cross those lines. See it? I got that all the way to the left. 
So weird, man. Sometimes I got the big one. So weird. So I noticed that because, again, in this picture where I'm eating tacos in Moyetes, refried beans on a bagel, I'm, I'm drinking a nice tea out of respect. You know damn well I went out that night and I was drinking. You know damn well I was doing shots with my buds. You know damn well we went out and slapped some mamita's ass cheeks after yeah. this. But out of respect to the adults in the room and my parents, we all sat there and had a nice time, respectful time. We weren't cursing and we weren't drinking beer like idiots. Where are these kids, man? I'm telling you. And I have another observation. This may sound like a boomer old guy thing. By the way, yeah. I feel like in my household, when I got to a certain age, I broke the alcohol seal. Like no, oh, one, yeah. in my, no one in my family. <laughs> <You've>, yeah, <laughs> no one in funny. my family because we never drank at home. My mom wasn't a big drinker. My dad was more of a drinker, but my mom really never drank. So when we would get together as a, as a family, no one really drank. And then eventually and I'm day, like, let's have some wine. Really? And one day was, you busted then, it out? And then from there, now everyone fucking. Do you remember what it was or no? It's probably more wine. It's probably like, like, like any, do you, it wasn't like. It was a, probably, honestly, it was probably three buck Chuck from was, Trader Joe's. What's that, that big jug that, uh, what's that big jug that everybody has? Big jug of wine. Like a, like a Chianti? Like no, but this is, it's the brand. It's a brand I'm thinking of. I can't think of right now. Boons? But no, that's uh, no, no. That's cheap, cheap, cheap. I'm talking like that liquor. big jug. But I like big jugs. Enjoy your Cinco de Mayo, guys. Respectfully, you know, bring some old school back. I think we've gone too far, and we need to pop everyone in the mouth. Yeah, man, I'm serious. And speaking of kids today, it's a Throwback Thursday, so I'm I'm saving these observations for today. But I was taking a good look today. I'm a social observationalist professionally. It's what I do. And I'm driving through Woodland Hills through the neighborhood. And I've made this point before, but I got to tell you, and things are different and that's fine. I watched these kids today. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the Rossi one. Rashawn. Rossi? Yeah, I think so. Rashawn, I'm wearing my Onyx earrings today, bro. I don't want to be soft anymore, bro. Oh, yeah. So we're going right. to slam. Carlo Rossi. Carlo line. Rossi, bro. Hey, God, let me show it to you. My family always rocked the Carlo Rossi. Big giant jug of wine. <laughs> I think you're right, bro. I got um, this one, right? Let me see it. This one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely it. For <laughs> the sure. Paisano. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, $6.99 a bottle. No wonder we always had it. I didn't know it was that cheap. That big jug is only $6.99? Yeah. No way. Emma, oh wait, a few more sizes. Here we go. Oh, okay. No, I don't wanna, damn it. Anyway, oops, sorry. So <laughs> this is a bit of a boomer conversation. I get it, and then I have some other fun stuff to talk about. But boomer. drinking and cursing in front of your parents—like a lost art. The kids, I don't think they're going to give it. They're going to be like, "Yeah, me and my friends are p drinking. We're seventeen, so we're going to drink at home." And then parents are going to be like, "What? No, you're not." There's going to be a point if you're not there already where you're going to be like, I'm no, sorry. you're not. Four, four liters of wine yeah. is ten ninety nine. Still, no wonder our family's always <laughs> Honestly, had it, right? It I'm serving this at our next get-together. The Carlo Rossi I'm, Sangria, yeah. I'm Alejandro. Get, I'm getting this for our next That's the one. Together. That's We're, what I pictured you bringing you know what, I'm make, to Phyllis. I'll make some... Uh, no, I didn't bring that. It was three bucks. I'll make some chicken parm. I'll break out the Carlo Rossi and we'll have a good family meal. The sangria, yeah. The whole, yeah. The Carlo Rossi is where it's at. So Lisa says, we never had alcohol in the house. That's why I'm so uptight. Laughing my ass off. I don't. Jordan has a thing where she's like, I'm never going to drink in front of my kids. The reason I don't drink is because I never saw my parents drink in front of me. And 
I really don't like, I feel like I do things so respectfully and so within reason that I, if I show melody that I handle this respectfully and with respect that it's not going to be that big of a deal to her. Like, yeah, I've seen my dad drink and he doesn't get belligerent. I've never right. seen him act the fool. That's fine. It's no big deal, but and I don't know, man, it's, it's going to be a, a hurdle. I'm going to have to, and I feel Get like there's at one point two schools of thought. You either completely uh, prevent your children from seeing anything alcohol related. You don't have any alcohol in the house. You hide it. Uh, it barely comes out when you have company or you introduce. I feel like the Italian thing or maybe the I don't know. Depends on the family. But you introduce them at a young age. But regardless so, of culture, no, I think you, it's the, the values were still the same. But you introduce at a young age and you see this isn't a big deal. So when they get older, they're not, you know, thinking, oh, I, this is, this is, uh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. So let me pound bottles of vodka. You know, mm -hmm. if, if they, if they're introduced and used to it throughout their life, they're like, oh, this isn't a big deal. Let me just, uh. I, I mean, feel like that's how my wife is like to her. She's not a big drinker, but she was always around alcohol growing up because she's, her, her grandparents were off the boat Italian. Her mom was off the boat Italian. Want to get some so, Mexican today? Have a margarita? Have a cerveza? Come on, bro. After the gym, do a little shot. Have a little repasado, little Casamigos. I'll uh, see how I feel tonight. All right, a little Don maybe Julio maybe action. Maybe, maybe tonight. Jaime Tavares, a little Don Julio action. Maybe tonight. Now, I, I do want to make one last point based on what you said. I feel like it's amateur. I don't think it's, it, it, regardless of culture, we all have the same values. It's just old school values. And that's why, like Sebastian Maniscalco, he's as Italian as it gets, but he resonates with not just Italian people, it's family values, old school values. Same with Russell Peters, same with Maj Gibrani. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Look, Joe Coy has his Filipino following. Maj Gibrani has his Middle Eastern Persian following. Russell Peters has his Indian following. Sebastian is Italian following. But it's all relatable because it's old school values that are no longer there today. And you got to keep a balance. Sorry, sorry to sound like an old guy. But here's why. Moving on. I'm watching these kids, dude, and I watched them closely. People are thinking, who's this guy? I'm like this. Because I have a 12-year-old. Why, why are you creeping on kids? I get like you're not like, having tickle fights. You're like rich going to like random little league fields. No, no, definitely not. I just wanted to watch. Literally. But I am going to see a little league game this weekend. Who's support, support my little nephew, James. Isn't I went to his boxing class yesterday. He's in little league? Yeah, he's been in little How league. How old is he? Six, seven. Been in little league for, for a while. Where's the time going? Two seasons, I think. But when I'm watching these start, high school kids. High school kids, okay? And... This is just an observation. It's not a judgment. What, how? I got I to gotta make this very clear because people always like. It looks like a mid-90s fashion show. Worse, though. Worse. It is. <laughs> Here's the one thing I respect about the younger weenials, right? They are very passionate about their views and values. But the, really, the real thing I respect about them is that they appreciate our music and our style. So I think there's hope. But what they do with their style, I don't know if it's a California, L.A. thing. And it might be because every state is a little different. Mm -hmm. You know, California is a, is a little different. These kids, they take our style, right? Because the 90s, 2000 look on a throwback Thursday is very much back. When you really examine it here in L.A., I can't speak for everywhere. 
they look like hobos. Yeah. Like they, they, it looks like they roll out of bed and don't even comb their hair. Yeah. Like I, 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 I only had one picture of me in high school on my phone. So spot, I sent it to you, but let me tell you the amount of pride I took. I'm sorry. To put on my chain. Is it you? To put on my hair. But this is a, no, hold on. Dude, but you could see this is a football this picture. Look at my hair, yeah, bro. This isn't, no. It was a hair out of place. Photo, you know what photo I'd rather see? This photo. Because this is a more accurate representation. But even still, dude, look at that. This is you my, in an my official. My shit was tight. But this is you in, in like an official. My shit was neat. Football high school photo. But you could see I'm clean. You look how clean I am, bro. The eyebrows were, you know, out of control, but I'm clean. What's going on with those brows? I don't know, bro. Oh, you got the hoop earrings on. See the hoops? There you go. Zoom in on those bad boys. I don't know if I can. I was clean. The jawline was tight, and the look was clean. I love my mother, Jesus, and, and fat-ass cheeks. That was football. the original Ocho Cinco, bro. The original Ocho Cinco. Now, and fat-ass mamitas. Here's what I'm trying to say. The Lord, Tensia, and fat-ass mamitas. Yo, know, I wore my carpenter jeans. I had my Doc Martens. I was rolling with whatever look was in style at the time. I leaned a little cholo, but I dressed a little guido. I am me, right? Everybody does it different. Regardless of what I was wearing, maybe it was a jersey. You know, everybody rocked their jerseys, oversized jerseys, whatever it was. I rocked it tight. I kept my sneakers clean. My hair was on point like non-point, right? Kevin Cederholm, these kids today. Look like they rolled out of bed, bro. But I'm not even kidding you, dude. Rolled out of bed. Take a look. Rolled out of bed. It's almost like they put zero effort into how they look at all, which is, hey, you could say, hey, that's good. There's more important things in life. But, like, you're representing. And I was clean and I was tight. And I, and I, and I cared a lot about that stuff. I'm not saying it's the most important. And I'm not being judgmental. It's just an observation. Is it? Like a telephone version of what we used to wear. Cause I feel, you know, Dude, we wore like baggy flannels. No matter what the look. Big jeans. We went through evolutions. Remember tucking in the button down with the braided belt and you, you rock the, the belt down. You were dangled. a little bit more. You I were was a little tight. Bit more, I was very like frumpy as a, as a teen. I was tight, you know never sloppy. Here's the thing, man. A it's a matter of tight and sloppy. It's like, yo, why so sloppy? Why so sloppy is my question. And again, not trying to be judgmental. I'm asking a question. Like, again, it goes back to pride. Like, yeah, have any pride in how you look? Is this kid wearing pajamas or an outfit? I can't tell. I can't tell. It's it's a weird thing, man. So it's again, I sound like an old guy. I acknowledge you do. that. Hey, man, I'm just making an observation. It's the truth. If you could see what I see, it'd be a little weird if I started taking video of these high school kids to show you. But if you could see what I see. Here in Los Angeles at El Camino High School. I'm like, are these kids in their pajamas? Do they comb their hair? Are they like shaving and trimming up a little bit? Where's the clean? Where's the tight? Where's the fresh? Fresh to death is how I grew up. I don't see that at all. I see the the, the style is there. There's a there's a resemblance of what we did, but it, it's like they took our style and they made it homeless. It's weird. Looks like a hobo, but okay. The end. A little sloppy. A little, slo- little sloppy. A little, little sloppy. We, we grew up in a time where we took pride and, and shit was tight, regardless of the style. If you were hip-hop, your shit was tight. Your wallabies were tight. They were clean. Your Biggie Smalls sweaters and your Gopaline was tight. You know, you were chiseled like Big Poppy. 
now it's like the more homeless you look, the better. It's, it's a weird thing. I'm just making an observation. So kids just like hobos, they have no respect at the end. <laughs> hey, no respect. Hey, my mother-in-law. Uh, Let's see. Hey, Styles hey. change. Look how teens dressed in the 70s. I get like hippie style, things yeah, like, like that. Very tight, like very tight, but bell-bottom-ish. Tucked in t-shirts. I get it. I get Turtlenecks. it. Turtlenecks. Phases, trends. Telling you, like I said, no judgment. This is how it is. This is what I'm seeing. And it's been going on, but I'm noticing it more and more and more. I'm like, wow, man. Let's see if I have a photo of me from the... Uh, from you know what? You know what Melody says to me, too? From the mid to late Try 90s. to find one. But even in junior high, right? Hold on. Because my, my daughter's in middle school. She goes, yeah, that's my friend Ran- Ranthin. Ranson? Ronson? I'm sorry, what? Rantham. Sorry, is it a boy or a girl? She's like, I don't know. Sorry, go on. That's my friend Ranson wears the same hoodie every day. I'm like, that's kind of weak, no? She's like, no, uh, it's cute. I wear the same hoodie every day. Every day. Hey, Rich does too. Yeah, his oh. Mr. Rogers, that gray one. Almost. Every day. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I get it, but it becomes your identity a little bit. Like, I see you wear yours a lot too. I'm like, why don't you mix it up a little bit? Like, why every day? Because they look homeless. That's why. It's a weird thing where I took a lot of pride in my rotation. It's just that that whole thought process is old, or at least right now. So the style is back, but the thought process is different. Bam. I think I nailed it right there. I think I nailed it. All right. Here's a photo of me at a dork competition. Let's see it. Throwback Thursday. Uh, this is a dork competition. What does that mean? A what competition? A music, it was music. Oh. but uh, I was like, damn, you must have won. So there's me on the right. Uh, we, won, we won awards, so I took a photo. But see, I'm wearing like a, a flannel uh, with a shirt underneath. Yeah, but you, cargo shorts. You look neater than these kids today, man. I mean, you do. I, I was fat. Um, no, you wearing, look. You look like a normal kid. You do. You look like you put together. Look like you bought that Aeropostale, Old Navy, whatever. <laughs> Probably. What is some of the feedback? Because I'm in such a zone, I can't catch all of it. Is it not there? Oh yeah, John ZL says. You also took the, the initiative and time to smell good. Like you rocked your cool water, right? It was like, yo, man, I'm fresh. Let's go. I took pride in this. You're trying to present your best, freshly faded. Whatever the look was, though, the look was different depending on where you grew up. Look at this stuff. How you hung out. <laughs> look at that stuff. I just don't think these kids give a crap. See the Buick station wagon in the back? I don't know, man. I just hope it's not a reflection on how they're feeling inside. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm a concerned parent. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's a style. But is the style reflective on how they're feeling? Because if it is, then they must be depressed, all of them. And, 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 and that's not really that people, far off to think. It's a lot of swimming in clothing. It's a lot Which of we like, did. It's a lot of that, you know, um, Billie Eilish had the big oversized sweatshirts. Everyone looks frumpy. We didn't know she had boobs until she wear, was on like a magazine cover. I think it's... That like sloppy, like, I don't care about the world kind of look. Yeah, but it really, all right. When Kurt Cobain had the look and he, or Courtney Love or whoever in the grunge era you want to imagine was presenting a look, they were still presenting a look. I think these kids just don't care. I don't know. I can't tell. So the end, moving on. Throwback Thursday, obvious observations. Your professional observationalist, Steve Cavino, here with Spots. The Cavino and Spot Show. Hope you enjoy it. 
Rich. Hope you like it. You know what I wanted to do to Rich? I wanted to I wanted to pull a prank on Rich. But I know what to do if we can't get his attention spot based on a joke you shared with me. Oh. If we need some some show answers. Oh, I gotta send this. Hang yeah, on. yeah, get it. If we need some show answers, here's what best, I'm gonna do. Because Rich is, is gonna ignore thing. us, right? Rich is helping his mom. Rich is doing his thing. He's helping his mom move, but he's also really going to a wrestling event this weekend. Oh yeah. If you uh yesterday's show at the end, the tail end. We had an interview, or Rich had an interview with Tito Santana. Perfect for today. W- we should have saved it for I know, Cinco de Mayo. I know, but it was cool. It was it was tacked onto our show yesterday, but uh, it was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought it was great. Yeah. So if you want to catch Tito Santana, former WWF podcast, legend. You can see the video on, uh, on Tier 2. WWF Hall of Famer. It's on our show yesterday. Uh, Rich did a great job with that, and I'm sure you got some cool perks at the... Uh, convention he's going to this weekend as a result but if you really want to get a friend's attention you got to say something about them that's concerning so i figured out rich i was gonna say yo rich your garden is looking a little something's up with your garden (laughs) so in other words if i said to rich hey rich what do you think we should do about our show next week man what do you think uh what do we have planned for monday he'll ignore me and spot Till he's taking a shit later and finally gets around to us. But if we say, hey, man, your garden is looking a little shabby today. I don't know, man. Tell Sarah. To, he'll be like, what? What do you mean my garden? I was going to tell him today that his garden looked no, a little, my, my favorite little bad. So I did this the other day, right? I'll show you the original and then I'll show you what I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yes. tell you what I did. This is funny. Um, here's the original. <laughs> this is the, this, this is how you get a friend's this attention. This is how you get a friend, your woman, Something there's always someone always has a, a weak point, a weak spot, a little a little button that you can push. So you have to know the button to push in order to play this game. It's fantastic. Hang on, let me just get that and go. So this is how to get your girlfriend's attention. So the guy's asking, how, "What was that show that your dad was telling us about? The time travel one?" Doesn't respond. So then the next text is, "My ex stopped by my work today." And then the he finally gets a response. She, he, she says, what did she want? And he said, she wanted to know what that show your dad was telling us about was called. <laughs> because again, you're being ignored you're until being you bring ignored up until some, you, you get that trigger, the trigger. So you need the trigger. As, as soon as Rich ignores us today, I'm like, yo, dude, your garden looked a little messed up today. I don't know right. what happened. What do you mean my garden? Now we got his attention. So the other, <laughs> I texted you both something because. I think it was for yesterday's show. Like I wanted to know how you wanted to execute everything when, when Rich was traveling. I sent a text, didn't get a response. And I'm like sitting there, I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, perfect timing. <laughs> so then I said, oh, by the way, I just had a conversation with our boss from Fox Sports. Right away, Kavino response. About what? <laughs> You're like, yeah. what, what was the conversation about? It was like, oh, he wants to know what we're going to do on tomorrow's show. And I was like, what? Exactly. So, so there you go. There use, you go. That, use that tip, hot tip from Kavino and Spot. Use that tip. So Rich is helping his mom move. We wish them the best. It's a really like cool moment for his mom. She's starting her new life, new job, new place. And to my knowledge, everything has gone. Well, he, Rich has said that uh, it's been an adventure so far. So he'll share that with you on Monday. Yeah, he's, he's, he keeps sending photos of us and his mom. And I, I don't know if they're for the show or if they're just like to share that he's having a good time. There's been some hurdles though. So there's always hurdles. Right. Did, but we, he think says, this, did we think this was going to be smooth sailing? I didn't. But he got all the stuff packed up and they're in Maryland. Oh, did his mom have hurdles in storage that he had to jump over? Yes. From like, the, her from, track days. From her track days. Yeah. 
so <laughs> he set them up. I have a question. This is sort of uh, dumb, but it's kind of fun because we're an international show, Cavino and Rich and Spot, right? So sometimes things don't translate the same way. Sometimes expressions are used right. like, like scoff a, and scarf. Like, like a, a beanie is a toque in, uh, in Canada. Soda and pop. It, you know what oh. I'm talking about. But that goes with expressions, right? So my sister told me a weird story. I was at her son's boxing class yesterday. Just to let the kids know that people care about them. That's all. Sweet. You know? Right. Nice. That's, That's nice really it. Hey, I want you to know your uncle cares about you. And he gets all excited. Hey, Uncle Steve. And he's doing his boxing class. Hard. I think it's awesome, by the way, to see these little kids boxing at such a young age. There you go. No, I think it's no matter what, they're going to have a different sense of confidence as they get older. So he, I, I think it's he, really great. Has he been able to catch the chicken yet? They haven't done that yet. Oh, that's, that's yeah. like advanced. No, they haven't done that yet. Um, How many eggs does he eat? Raw eggs does he eat every morning? <laughs> I got to show him Rocky. You're right. You got to show him some Rocky. Absolutely. Like three eggs a day. more. I don't know how many he has. How many he have in that glass? Three? How many eggs hey, do you Yo, look at you wake up in the morning. I got like three eggs. Eat them raw, you know? So I see that my sister's a little shaking a little bit. She's like, oh, I think this woman was about to beat me up. I was like, what do you mean this woman was about to beat you up? And if my parents are watching or listening, relax. It's not that big of a deal. What do you mean they were going to beat up my Gracie? So I'm there with my sister, and she's telling me this story. She said that, you know, she's in mom mode. She's, she's like 100%. My sister Grace, dude, is like all out mom mode. Like she wears her the little league, like little league mom. <laughs> You know, she's like way involved. Hey, it's on. great to see. Hang on, hang on. We got a we got a count. Ready? Oh, okay. How many eggs? Right, how many does Rocky eggs? on a right, throwback Thursday? My eggs. I gotta get my breakfast. All right, ready? One, one egg. One I think three. egg. I think three. No, I think there's more. All right. Get the morning started with two uh, eggs. Two eggs. And the one-handed crack is not very easy. Absolutely. Is it third egg? Three eggs. Now I'm gonna mix them. Nope. All right. Four no, four eggs. Four eggs. Wait. You know? No. Five eggs. Five eggs, yeah. I think Maybe it goes for an even six. Half a dozen. Oh, no, five eggs. Five. That's a trivia question that most people are not going to know. Yeah, by the way, man, that's... Absolutely. Then he, I, wait, and then I they, feed Coffin Link, and then I begin my jog, you know? Do you think they made, like, fake eggs, or do you think he actually drank I eggs? Because imagine if he fucked up that scene, would he have to keep drinking eggs? I think what's crazy about the original Rocky is that his turtles, Coffin Link, are still alive, and he still yeah, has I them. I know, you love that. You that love is that insane. Fact. The turtles in the movie, he still has. Coffin Link. So my sister looks a little shaken. I'm at the boxing class. She's like, I think this, this woman like got in my face and she was about to beat me up. I was like, what? Why? You? Why? And she said that she was in her mom's zone and she was you know, carrying mom bags and with two kids and a dog and she was going into the house and she left the keys in the door, right? And... She has a neighbor who's this big brother man. He's like, hey, you left your keys in the door, right? 
He's like, hey, thank you. And then the guy, I think he hands her the keys or something. I'm not sure how the story goes. But my sister then innocently says, you know, all these kids, I have my head up my ass. Right? Seems like a normal thing to say. The Cavino way. My sister's then in the laundry room because that's the scene. She's in the laundry room, right? Putting her quarters in the thing. <laughs> She's like, in my hey. next house, I have to have my own laundry. I'm it's, like, yeah, you deserve it. It's a game changer. Yeah, you deserve it. Like, we, we got an apartment with laundry in yeah. it. Like, I, Kristen used to love going to the laundromat. Well, no, she's, she's not at the laundry no, mat. I know there's she's a laundry room. in the laundry room. We, and we used to have a laundry room, but yeah. she loved going to the laundry mat. No, that's weak sauce, bro. Uh, I'm it's, sorry. It's so weak. It is the weakest. Uh, having it on standby it would never go back. You remember, I, I lived with my sister for about a year and a half in a really special time in my life. And that shit was for the birds. I was like, this is some weak shit. Oh, you used to have to use a laundry room? What do you fucking think? Why don't you like go to Riches or something? Out of here, bro. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, man, that's sad. Yeah, that was the weakest. That's I'm like so looking sad. for quarters. I'd have to go to Gelson's just to get quarters. Oh. I'd be taking Chris's quarters. I'd be scrounging for quarters. Hey, we got a quarter. Asking a hobo down the street because I need a quarter to do and my Gelson's laundry. Gelson's is the wealthy store. You went to the wealthy store. It's the weakest, dude. Oh. Yeah, it was the weakest. Hey, got any quarters? So when my sister's telling me, she's like, yeah, I'm so sick of doing laundry. And I got to get a place where I'm like, yeah, you deserve it. Especially with these kids you got, you deserve it. Yeah, you're constantly doing laundry when you have kids. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait till you are out of that scene, but she has a nice apartment. It's just, that's how the place is set up. It's not a nice apartment if it doesn't have laundry. That's what I'm saying, bro. But it is a nice apartment. It's big for, for yeah. around here. Is it big enough? Remember to I lived there. To washer and dryer? It is big enough to fit a washer and dryer. It just doesn't have one. Exactly. So, so she's in the community vicinity. What's the name of the one from Karate Kid? What's it called? Seven Seas. She's in, you know, her. it's like a very Seven Seas, Reseda type of apartment complex. And she's in the laundry room and she sees Brother Man's wife. Oh. Right? Brother Man's wife was mean mugging her, giving her the side eye and... And my sister's like, oh, she said something to her, like, hey, good to see you. And it was, and the woman ignored her, looked at her, ignored her. And she's like, that's weird, right? So she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, you know, I just, I was just talking to your husband. He, you know, he helped me out. I left my keys in the door. She's like, yeah. And apparently it's like this big white lady. Just painting the picture. Doesn't matter. Just painting the picture. What did I hear? Character development. Is her name Karen? Karen, like, sort of got, like, because my sister's really little, little and brown. She, this, she's big, like, you know, one of those fat, fat-ass, big women. Your sister's little and brown. Yeah. She got my sister's face, and she said, yeah, and you said something about your ass, didn't you? My sister's like, what? Sorry? My sister was so taken back. <laughs> you know, she was like, yo, this woman's going to throw down. Like, she got in her face and was stepping toward her. Pushing my sister back, like, yeah, and you said something about your ass, didn't you? And my my sister said she was so, like, 
be muffled, bewildered. In the like, mo- and in the moment, what are you talking? Like you my ass? What? What did I say? I said, stick it in my ass. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so like, what? Like, was, said, was she? Ass. Was the woman overhearing it? And, and and or did the brother man say, yeah, I don't know. She said something about her ass, though. I don't know what she said. Yo, she said, or did you want me to smack it? Or. I think I might. Is that not a universally state to state used sort of expression? I have no idea. So my sister was like dumbfounded what at she, the fact that. What did she say again? The the guy saw that she left her keys in in right, the door. I forget. Hey, yeah. you left the keys in the door. She's like, oh god, I'm so sorry. I got my kids. I got my, I got my head up my ass all the time. Oh, there it is. Head up my ass. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, oh. so that is a weird expression. But I watch it's, your it's head in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't like when you really like think about it, it's a weird expression used with a stranger, like because you are acknowledging like something up your ass. I want the head of your penis in my ass. But it is like a very common Grace. use. Isn't it a commonly used yes. expression? Head up your ass is a universal phrase. Universal, right? Yeah. I think he, he maybe from the dip, like how far away was he? Can I get like a, a can you give me a drawing? No, I don't know. So if I, if I. You want me to bring up the telestrator? Please do. I mean, <laughs> but I was like, yo, really? So she had to explain to this woman in like, wait, ho, 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 get out of my face, lady. But she said she felt like that nervous urge of like, yo, this something's about to go down right now in the laundry room. I'm like, wow, man, that's weird. That's a weird story right, you just told me. So- I don't even know what to make of it. Here's Grace going into her, <laughs> right into her house. Into her house. Right, right. she's little. All right, and then big black guy. Comes. All right, so here's the door, right? Yeah, here's the door. All right, keys are in the door. Keys are in the door. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, how far away was he? Were, were they in the same hallway? So let's say this is the hallway, right? I mean, all right. I don't know. Was he like so? And then like say so this is the neighbor. And then this is the three doors Yeah, but she'd down. be on the other There's side of the door then because she's already so in the house. So she was walking. So oh, you got to sh- say that's the black guy. So he's she would like, be on the other side like, of the door. Was he here? Was he here? Was he like down here? I think he gave her the keys. The way, honestly, the way I understood the story was like he was walking by, saw the keys in the door. He had the eye. He's like, oh, so he was walking by. All right. So he, he was, was walking, walking by. by. So he was like, yo. He was walking by. Neighbor. He, so this is the guy. Yeah, and she's, she's inside. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's little. Right. So he's right. like, he's like, hey, got your keys. Got your keys. And she's like, ass. <laughs> yeah. All anyone heard was up my ass. That's all anyone heard. He probably was like, she says something about it. Uh, up her ass. Uh, he's uh, probably trying to get his his overweight uh, wife jealous. Uh, like, I don't know, but she says something about sticking up her ass. Uh, she's like, she said what? Or ass. maybe she overheard. <laughs> Either way, the only thing that was heard in this conversation was. Up my ass, yeah. and, and he probably was like, "Oh, I don't know who. I don't know if he misunderstood. The wife misunderstood. I don't know where the translation got lost. But all she was saying was, i 'I'm a mom <laughs> with all these bags and a dog, and I, yeah, I'm heads up my ass.' All he heard, I, or she heard, I don't know. Again, I don't know who misheard. So did she clarify? Did she, did dude? She- so this woman was stepping. When I say stepping. She was stepping at my sister. Yo, why are you stepping? And she's like, what the? F-? My sister said she had no idea what she was talking about. And then she's like, oh, it's like it clicked in. She's like, no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I said I had my head up my ass. And then like the woman yeah, still was like, she backed off, but still like mean mugged her. 
and sort of so like you know gave her the look like yo you don't you don't bring up your ass in front of my husband here's grace right and my sister was like yeah like i wanted anything to do with your husband grace. like relax there's grace and then here's the woman yeah it's a weird story but i'm like hey why you know what just a reminder watch what you say man you know just watch because think ass. about it right like if some woman came up to you, Spy, you wouldn't say you wouldn't make any reference to your dick, right? <laughs> Unless Oh, I'm such a dick. What if I said what if you said like oh no, I'm Rich, such a dick? Rich would do that. Such a dick. Rich would do that. Yeah. Guy's being a dick. Guy's being a dick. Like you realize that's like someone's grandma you're talking to? What a dick. You're the one. <laughs> I'm smiling. Dick. Dick. Dick dick dick. Dick 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 dick. I don't think I'd make any reference to like my nether regions, but it's such a commonly used phrase that it is odd. Oh uh, man, who you ta- who you talking to, Daryl? Who's the neighbor left the keys in the door? What would she say? Something about sticking up her ass. <laughs> she My said what? Regions. She said what? No, I heard up her ass. Or maybe the woman again, the wife misheard or overheard it's because cr- it's a close oh. neighborhood. I didn't think about that part. What? The overhearing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, because maybe uh, I, I don't think that the guy went home and said, maybe Mama June overheard. Hey, she told me uh, her. to stick it up her ass. Funny story, though, man. Why would the guy do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would the guy say, stick it up my so ass? Again, what happened? My sister said, hey, I just saw your husband. He and the woman said, yeah. And you were talking about your ass, weren't you? Ass. You brought up your ass. Gotta watch what you say around strangers, man. Just gotta watch what you say. That's it. The end. Ta-da! Orale, a lobo! A blefera! A sweater! It's a sweater! It's a sweater! By the way, as a kid, people used to love to say that shit to me, too. If they found out I was Mexican, can you say a blefera? Bro, by the way, we have to play that clip if we're gonna wrap up the show on a throwback Thursday. Oh, we're wrapping it up already? You ruffled up your pomp, Cavino. Thank you, Angela. No, we're not wrapping up, right? I got some new stuff to get to, but I'm saying you have to play that clip. I'm wearing the shirt. Thanks again to Marla. Throwback Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. By the way. May the fifth. By the way, with someone talking about dick. <laughs> yeah, you. like, you're not going to make reference like. The dick. You're not going to. It's a weird expression dick, dick, dick. Hey, when you really hey, think grandma, about it. Let's talk about dicks. <laughs> I'm white. Kyle in Pennsylvania was a little confused about the story. Huh? <laughs> the The man was black. The woman was white. I, it's just for character development. It doesn't matter. My sister brought up her ass and things going up it <laughs> to a man who was like, what'd she say? <laughs> or the woman overheard and, it, you know what I mean? It was like a very threes company. Like, and it was very innocent, but it was talk about like misinterpretation. Like, so awkward. I'm like, man, Grace. Someone say something about something up their ass. <laughs> yeah, is, dude. Is it the early 2000s again? <laughs> hey. Oh my god, it's so I'm funny. White. So funny. Kavino, are you still sore? Yeah, I'm very sore from the gym. Yes, very sore. I'm gonna try to go today. That would be six days in a row. Five days in a row. Anyway, in the news, random news of the day. Oh, Cinco news. de Mayo. Not a lot. Keeping it short and sweet today.
Taco. <laughs> so I just ended Taco Focals Forever. It's not a Taco Tuesday, so I just have to go. Taco. Rando News again. Taco. If you missed our interview, Rich's interview, because he's going to that wrestling con, that wrestling convention in Jersey, we had Tito Santana, El Matador, Strike Force, Tito Santana, Arriba. Arriba. Legendary Hall of Fame wrestler on our show yesterday. If you missed it, catch it. And some Behind the Velvet Ropes coming up. Actually, if you're watching for the first time, because today's a free show for Tier 1 subscribers, because oh, yeah. we want you to see the video. And it's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all today. Uh, we're going to give you a little sample, a little taste of what we do Behind the Velvet Ropes. So oh, stick around after the show. <laughs> forgot about that. Are we airing that, like, streaming that line, or are we just going to, like, just transition into that other video? Click right into it. I'll introduce it. That's how we'll end the show today. I'm going to set that up right now. So right after this show, stay tuned. I'm going to set that up Because right we're going to show you a little sniff, a little taste of what we do behind the velvet rope. We let you into our lives, and we talk nonsense. So a little patio session with me from earlier this week. For people who weren't able to watch and listen. We'll do that right after this show today. All right, so Behind the Velvet Rope. Coming up right after this show. In the rando news of the day. as spot, Damn, Spot. That's a nice stream you got. Sounds like someone's emptying a, a vitamin water bottle. You emptying a, a Gatorade bottle in there? What a stream. Steady stream. Way to go, Spot. So thanks again for all the feedback, guys. 412 to let us see in our show. We get all the texts. We see all the Carls on the Facebook page. People talking a lot of smack on, on Discord. I'm over that. I did not wash my hands. But thanks for all the feedback regardless. Regardless. Can I, can I say something? Yeah. Rich isn't here. Rich never has towels in his bathroom. Never. He's like an unprepared so college boy with a nice does, house. How does he expect us to, to wash our hands I don't know. when there's no towels? Or toilet paper. No, toilet, no never like, any toilet maybe paper. Maybe you had a point about that creamer yesterday. I thought you were being a bit of a dick, but <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe you had a point. By the way, is there creamer today? I don't know. I, I drink my coffee black. And I bring my own, but I usually get a second cup at the end of, towards the end of the show. I don't know if there's creamer. So, random news. I'll start off real light. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. It's just a day to appreciate the culture. A lot of proud Mexican-Americans here. More about poo de Mayo. I don't know what that means. Seinfeld reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I just say, one of my favorite shows, I have a few favorite shows. I'm into Better Call Saul right now, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty on HBO Max. That was a good show. Hey, hey. I mean, a really good show. Hey, really like John show. C. Ryan was hey, good. Good show. It was great. Doctor, no. No. So <laughs> I also love Shark Tank. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. I really am. Huge. I know you are. You love it. Huge. If I miss love it on a Friday, I'm like, God damn. Now I got to wait. I got to wait until it's on Hulu. I'm going to watch. What's the name of that movie? I told Melody to check it out. There's a movie on Netflix that I'm about to watch called. Metal Lords. Metal Lords? It looks like a teen movie, but it looks fun. About these nerds who start oh, a metal yeah, band. I saw, yeah, I saw that. But I heard it's really good. I don't know if it's appropriate for my daughter. Of course, she ignored me, so now I know a trick. What could I say, Spot? Next time she ignores me. Hey, Melody. 
Oh, there's uh, a cool movie on Netflix called Metal Lords. Maybe you want to watch it. She ignores me. What can I say? Uh, something. By the way, I think the Wi-Fi is going to go out for the oh, next month. Yeah, there it is. What do you mean? Yeah, Metal Lords. Do you want to watch it? Yeah, before the Wi-Fi goes out, you want to watch Metal Lords? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean the Wi-Fi is going down, Dad? Another show I can't tell you enough about because I love it is Celebrity IOU on HGTV. Property Brothers, I used to think they were the biggest weenies, the biggest dorks, but people could change and you could change your opinions. I was wrong about these guys. I love them. I think they're great. I saw them. They look like total Rich Davis people. They posted a uh, photo with Snoop Dogg. Dude, it was so good. It was so good. That's what I'm here to say. They, I saw two yesterday that were so good that I suggest when you're done with Blood In, Blood Out, I suggest you watch it. Hey, dude, they did an episode with Snoop Dogg, and they did an episode with Howie Mandel. And I'm just throwing it out there. I'm a huge Howie Mandel fan. Also, check out the show Bullshit on Netflix. I think it's kind of entertaining. Who did uh, Snoop Surprise? All right, there's a guy called Snoop the Commish Surprise. Do you really want to know? You really want to know? I do. Celebrity IOU oh, is so about... Is it giving it away? No. Uh, Celebrity IOU is a show about... There's a celebrity who has a, an important friend in their life who had right. a huge impact on their life, and they want to give back to that friend or person in their community with the help of the Property Brothers. Like, hey, I'm a celebrity, and this person's always been there in my life. Let's redo their house. Let's fix up their shit, because they deserve it, because they've been there for me. Celebrity IOU. So Snoop Dogg with the Property Brothers talks about this guy from Compton that he met. He was already a celebrity, but he met years and years ago called the Commish. Commish is some dude who his whole purpose was to change the lives of all these inner city Compton kids and, and, and groom them and be a father figure and be there for them as a coach. And this guy, Snoop, saw how how put together this guy's team was and, and how tight this guy's boys were. As Snoop said, I want you to run my Snoop football league. You know how Snoop has his football? Oh, yeah. yeah. And together, they've put like 12 guys into the NFL, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, but he said this dude has such impact on, on the community and has been such a, a force in Snoop's life and everyone's life there that he wanted to give back. And the Property Brothers turned this dude's backyard into like some vegas type shit in compton but anyway <laughs> check it out because it's it's not appointment watching no one else is really talking about it celebrity iou with snoop was great and celebrity iou with howie with, mandel uh, was great howie, yeah. and howie i'm telling you he's one of my favorite dudes is there am i crazy oh. to think he's one of the most likable dudes i love faith ford uh he's very like uh, i don't know if i like happy. him a lot or I just like him because he reminds me of my uncle Mar Mario. Maybe, maybe I mean he's a little obviously a little weird, a little eccentric. Nah, he's great, dude. But I think uh, no, it seems he seems like a really nice guy. And to to wrap up your appointment watching, he hosts another show on Netflix called Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's entertaining. Have you seen it? It it looks like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire combined with like to tell the truth. He's an incredible host, incredibly funny guy, and is and that episode with the Property Brothers, incredibly entertaining. So. Props to Snoop, props to Harry Mandel, props to that show and the Property Brothers. I'm a big fan. Check it out if you're bored. Did they really paint his head? Yeah, dude. <laughs> they paint Harry Mandel's head in the episode. 
We paint by numbers. This is a beautiful modern color. I paint it. I'm colorblind, and I've never painted. You know what? I kind of really like colorblind? that yeah. look, that kind of dark, manly look. Whoa. Oh. Yes. This is way better I than I thought you guys were going to do, actually. Than the peach. Wow. People may not remember this, but when I was young, my hair was all black. Oh, was it? Oh, Hold wow. on. Yeah. I can't quite picture that, but let me just... Uh... <laughs> I can't believe they did that to him. Oh, yeah. That's... You know, I think I'm my glasses. Yeah, it's like Mola Ram. It's like uh. That looks really. Mola Ram. How did he like? How did he survive that? I don't know. Doesn't he? How did he? How did he deal with that mentally? You know what it is, guys. Here's the thing about that show, Celebrity IOU. I know it's all entertainment. But you really see the heart of some of these celebrities, like outside of their celebrity. At least that's what they're trying to convey, and I, I believe it. Like, I'm, I'm seeing Howie Mandel, and I'm like, he's a good dude. I'm seeing Snoop Dogg, and I'm like, man, he's a good dude. You know, and, and you see Michael Buble. Like, you see a lot of cool moments with the, the real. It's, it's more of a real side of, of these celebrities. Check it out. I love it. I'm entertained like, by it. You know, it doesn't matter all the sh shit they've done in their life. They've mellowed out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of celebrities, Amber Heard's turd. Turd testifies today. Oh, she's on the stand today? She's on the stand today. Oh. Again, to my knowledge, Andrew Sims is like, he did look like Mola Ram. Mola Ram, Kalima, Kalima, from Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. So Amber Heard testifies, Rage Against the Machine style. Is that must-watch TV? Is the, is the internet going to explode later today with well, tons of memes and TikToks and footage it, it all depends on the questions she's at is, is it something's gonna happen the defense or the prosecution that's examining her today i don't know but i did see or is there cross-examination again here's the problem with the internet today court and and this is why you always have to keep that in mind Courts. you don't know what's real and what's fake but text a text message convo of her and johnny depp surfaced sounded real did you see it or no no she was just saying how her lawyers suck she wishes oh. that if it was real, I don't know, it could be fake. Use your own judgment. Is it the one where... There was nothing really salacious in it. Is it the one where uh, Johnny Depp is trying to find out the show that her dad recommended? <laughs> no, no. Uh, but it was like, you're, you know, yeah, my lawyers suck. I wish I had your lawyers. And he's like, beat it. Stop texting me. Her lawyers suck. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a real conversation. It really, uh, honestly, it really is like... Yeah, it's, it's a... It's like a circus. It's like a it's ridiculous. It's, it is like that scene out of My Cousin Vinny. It's a joke. It's a joke. The questions they're asking. the And I know a lot goes on in a court case. There's a lot of talking, a lot of room for error, lots of objections. But like that guy objecting to his own question, the muffin line of questioning, even though Rich played the clip and it was horrible. It's It just seems like there's so many moments where you're rolling your eyes and you're like, is this real? Well, Jake is saying that she was on the stand yesterday. Most people were saying she was fakely crying throughout the whole thing, cried constantly without a single tear. But I saw a news alert today that said she testifies today. Now testify. My testy's fine. This weekend in your Cinco de Mayo celebration, I want to remind you that Canelo. Oh, yeah, she did go on the stand yesterday. Canelo fights Dimitri Bivol. 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 And I asked him about the tattoo he has on his arm. And to me, it just looked like poop. Um, black marks. It, like, I didn't know. I didn't know what it said. 
it just looked like muddled, faded tattoo that was hard to read. There's nothing here. I'm just playing. Uh, you and know, I said, what, is it, what does it say? And he, he said, um, said it says, why no? It says, why no? And I, um, I didn't see that. I thought he was joking. Uh, because it crying. didn't look like it said that at all. And I laughed. Okay. Amber. Oh, there's a blues. Um, Let's hear her cry. Well, I'm sure we're going to see more today. <laughs> watch it on watch it on your own time. Oh, Jen Brown says she's on right now. So oh, later so today, maybe there's like a cross exam, or maybe there there's a lot. Obviously, she's a main part of this trial. Yeah. yeah. So it might go over several days. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of like feedback and footage later today. So get prepared for that. Um, before I get to Canelo, Kim and Ray J are in the news. You're right, Chris Frey. Thanks for that one. I'll make it quick. No need to pull it up, but. In a recent episode of The Kardashians... How can you say Kim and Ray J and not expect me to pull it up? Kim was saying, I hope there's no other footage of that original sex right, tape. that's the whole theme of the... the Ray J's team, Ray J's team. management is threatening a new sex tape. I don't think there's one out there, but what if there is? What if I was sleeping and he put a dildo in my ass? Remember that? And she was joking. But Ray J said, you know, enough's enough. I kept quiet. That comment and all this like conversation about me makes me look bad, even if it's a joke. So wait a second. You're sleeping and you're insinuating that I put a dildo in your ass while you were sleeping? Like, like that makes me look bad, sure, and right. I've been quiet long enough. So Ray J, for the first time, publicly came out and said that the whole thing was set up by... Well, basically admitted to everything that everybody speculated and knew already. That the whole thing was orchestrated by Chris Jenner, Kim's mom. Oh, meaning like the original release? The original release. And he came out and admitted that. And he said, you know, and he always kept his mouth quiet because it was good publicity for him. It was, it was money. Money was coming in. And, you know, just kept quiet about it. He didn't care. He was having sex with Kim Kardashian. And now that he feels like his name is being dragged back into the mud a little bit, he's like, yeah, fuck that. This whole thing was orchestrated from the start. And that's the facts. That's the truth. The end. So, again, what we all speculated anyway, he's saying is fact. I mean, it makes sense. Like, just, just the whole fact that they're trying to rehash the storyline. Yeah, it was never leaked. It was, it was totally just Based a publicity Based on an stunt. ad that she saw on Roblox? Yeah. He so said that, it's, you know what he said? He said that, uh, no, but even the original, the no, original sex tape. Like the, no, well, it's, it's coming back into light because of the current right, right, season. Right. That, is that, whole, that whole thing was a setup? Either way, he said they made a sex tape. Kim, he never had a copy of it. He said he never had it at all, never had access to it. She kept it in a Nike box under her bed and that her mom said release it and we're gonna we're gonna make a story out of this and make you famous whole thing was orchestrated as speculated he says he's never been in possession of any copies he's been fuming over the fact kardashians have made it seem like uh of late he had more footage and that was on the verge of releasing it so he's gotten to the point where he's like oh enough's enough and maybe it does affect his life i don't know and apparently he gave kanye west a, a hard drive with stuff between him and kim but there was nothing explicit so maybe there's like photos of the two. Oh, who knows? Uh, I mean, Kanye is probably just obsessive and wants more photos of her. I mentioned uh, Canelo. Be bolder. Be bolder. Again, Cinco de Mayo weekend is something that, you know, we, we celebrate Mer- uh, Mexican culture because Mexican, hardcore Mexicans love to point out that it's not a big deal in Mexico. I get it. 
but it's a big deal here. That's why Canelo's fighting, and that's why Chavez and all the Mexican legendary boxers always fought on Cinco de Mayo weekend because this is when we celebrate the culture in America. Canelo's fighting Dimitri Bivol. I call him Bivol. It might be Bivol. Dimitri Bivol. At 170 pounds, light heavyweight, 175-pound fight this weekend. And Canelo's saying that when he beats this dude, he's gonna, he might want to go for the heavyweight belt against Usyk. He thinks he could beat Usyk, who's dealing with stuff in Ukraine right now. So we'll see if he could beef up and do that. But he thinks he's that good. I think the bigger Canelo gets, I mean, I'm stating the obvious here, but I, I didn't think he looked good in his last fight. Just slows him down a little bit. Um, and then Canelo, just, you know, in Mexican news, oh. he says that he's a two-sport athlete now. Boy, Batman? Kind of like he's the Bo Jackson of today. No, he's saying because he takes his golf game that serious. Uh, and so many athletes do. You know, Steph Curry and so many do. But he's saying he takes it so serious that after boxing, he might actually try to pursue a career in golf. So <laughs> that's your Canelo update. Enjoy the fight this weekend. And uh, that's your rando news of the day, man. Any other news in your world spot? I don't want to... Drag it out too long, but I do want to play that clip too of uh, El Jefe and El Wapo. Oh yeah, yeah, on a Throwback Thursday because it's that great. Three amigos. Um, this is what the show, uh, the shirt references. Plethora. People love this clip. What year did the movie come out? Eighty what? Uh, the movie came out in eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Classic. Three amigos. While you enjoy your casa amigos. This is the famous Wapo scene. He will be hanging on everyone's lips. He will be here, Wapo. But I think you will like your other presents too. I have put many beautiful piñatas in the storeroom, each of them filled with little surprises. Many piñatas? Oh, yes, many. Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe, what is a plethora? Why, guapo? <laughs> you told me I have a plethora. And I just would like to know if you know what a plethora is. I would not like to think that a person would tell someone he has a plethora and find out that that person has no idea what it means to have a plethora. Forgive me, guapo. I know that I, jefe, do not have your superior intellect and education. But could it be that once again, you are angry at something else and are looking to take it out on me? There it like is. what, Jefe? <laughs> could it be because no. you are turning 40 today? No. <laughs> could it be because... <laughs> no. There it is. That's why I'm rocking this shirt on a throwback Plethora, Thursday. Plethora piñatas. And, and I bet you, you know what? Even though it's common knowledge to, to us, but I we bet look, you... Just, you know what that shirt would look better as? What? It's You're right. I bet you there's still a lot of people that don't know the reference of plethora. And you know what? Since we abuse the word so much, and since it's Cinco de Mayo, I do want to play this. I hate to put you on the spot, but rest in peace. There was a comedian named Freddy Soto. Back in the day that I used to think was funny. 
course. He passed away. And he he did this whole bit on regardless. Just just the regardless clip. Because we say the word so much. I just want you to know where it comes from and where the where the reference was made. It's from this this tiny little moment in a comedy bit with comedian Freddie Soto, regardless. Yeah, he's got like his favorite English word. His dad. For everything. Eh? Regardless. <laughs> He doesn't know what it means. He just likes to say it. Regardless. <laughs> and he'll just stick it into a word, man, whether it belongs there or not. Hey, Freddie, come over here. Listen to me. Hey, on the barrel, on the side, we need to wax it on the side, regardless. And on the bottom, too, we need to... <laughs> what did you say, man? Did you just throw a regardless in there for no reason? Oh, not for no reason. Regardless, it needs it. <laughs> come on. He's been doing it since I was a kid. He would ask me how to spell things for him. Uh, guy, come over here, guy. Hey, how many S's are there in the word shit again? There it is. That's Freddy Soto. He goes on and on. It ends up with the regardless. Regardless. So enjoy your tacos, your molletes, your right, hang on. empanadas. Enjoy your tortillas. Enjoy your elote, enjoy your cervezas, your modelos, your cervezas, and enjoy your Cinco de Mayo, guys. Enjoy your fight this weekend. Enjoy our be Behind the Velvet Ropes. We'll do more this weekend for Tier 2 subscribers. And remember, we have Tier 2 Plus now, where you can hear some classic content like what, Spot? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Foo Fighters. Uh, Rich wearing flip-flops, which was funny. Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, yeah, a lot of people that have passed recently, we kind of uh, highlighted. Nick Cage has that new movie coming out, so I wanted to throw that out. Very intriguing interview. Very intriguing, man. Um, I'd love to hear that again, actually. It's really good. Who were? Why? I listen to it. Yeah. Just hearing him say things. And yeah. You, and you hear his time and goes Nicholas on. He warms up a little bit. Yeah. And like, you know, I, think, I, feel like I can't really even believe we interviewed Nicholas Cage. That's weird. And, and uh, to play along with that, the infamous story is that I wanted a photo with Nicholas Cage. I rarely take photos with people that come on, but okay. I'm like, take, take a pull photo it up, of me. pull it up on a throwback. Take Thursday. a photo of me with Nicholas Cage. Yeah. He's a legend. Got to pull it up. He's a legend. I got it. I'll back spot up on this. You know, I, I got to back him up on this spot. Never went out of his way to like, no, I like, need a picture of, of me and this person. Like if it was Betty White. Yes. Yeah, but I was like, can I, I'm going to get a picture of, of Betty White. Sure, you know, like of course. Back in the day, if you look in a, through our gallery, the early photos, it's like Sammy J was in every photo. Yeah, he was a jerk It was about the it. two of you with the celebrity and Sammy J. Yeah, he, he was. I never wanted that. Right. I, I always took the photo of you guys. There's a lot of people that even. True. Now I'm like, oh, I wish I got a photo with them, but I didn't. But there were certain levels. But I want to make it known too. It wasn't Kavino and Rich that cared so much. It was, you know, there was talent people and other people at Sirius XM. But Spot was like, I need a picture of Nicolas Cage, I mean, man. It's fucking it's Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Cage right? My, Nicolas your family Cage. like Nicolas Cage. It's like, you know, there were, yeah. So Spot asked me to take a picture of when Nicolas Cage was on a show. I'm like, sure. And I dropped the ball. So it came out all I took, Yeah, I took a photo of. Uh, yeah, aren't there apps that could fix this now, though? No, I took a photo of you with Nicolas Cage, obviously. So weird. So weird. He's got a little tattoo on his arm. You asked him about it. And then there's a photo of me with Nicolas Cage. Blurry. <laughs> blurry. Completely blurry. And our old boss in the background, who looks like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, there's Jim McClure. <laughs> that's not his. That's not Nicolas Cage's Jim brother. Jim McClure looks like that guy, the Italian kid that grades sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what? The guy who grades sandwiches. Oh. You know who I'm talking about. 
Well, you don't know who I'm talking about? No. Handsome Gabe knows who I'm talking about. There's an Italian guy that grades sandwiches. Oh, he's the best. How dude. do I not know this guy? What? You do? I bet you do know this guy. No, hang on. I bet you do know this guy. Hold on. I, I talked to Handsome Gabe about it yesterday, so I'm trying to find it. What's his name? Hold on. Where's Gabe? This many people text me. I can't even find Gabe's text. You don't know the guy I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, bro. He's always talking about, oh, this sandwich. Oh, prosciutto. Oh, hey, fuck out of here. Oh, skinny guy. Skinny guy. He looks like, like, looks like Nicolas Cage slash Jim McCore's like weak ass cousin or something. Uh, <laughs> oh, now it's going to bother me. I, I need to know who the sandwich guy is. Handsome Gabe. Are you listening? What's the name of that guy? He's got like 600,000 followers. We'll find him. So weird because I was just talking to Gabe. Oh, maybe it was Instagram. Ah, uh, it was Instagram. Uh, oh, you and Gabe have a little clandestine yeah. conversation. You're still commenting. No, this isn't it. Yeah, no. Uh, it was Instagram. All right, well, I'm now wrapping up know, the show. Now I want to know Sandwich Guy. I gotta, all right, you got you to plot out my afternoon fine, for fine. Sandwich Guy. Oh, here he is. Meals by, meals by Cug. Meals by maybe Cugini. I don't know. It's on Instagram? Oh, it's Cugini, yeah. C U uh C U G I N E. You don't know you know this guy. Gene. Gene. Cousins. Yeah, cousins. Uh Meals. I know Gugini. Gugini. You never see this guy? He looks like Jim McClure. Our old boss was in the background of that Nicolas Cage picture. Our old oh, boss resembles Nicholas Cage. Like our old boss. This guy looks like this guy this resembles guy? our old boss as much as our old boss resembles this guy. Yeah, play, play his last clip. That's funny. Play his last clip. Where is he's, he's always do, doing shit? You think this guy? Yes, right, this guy. He looks like Jim McClure's like looks cousin. like this guy. Yeah, yeah, he does. They all look like off versions no, of each Jim other. Jim McClure looks more like Nicholas Cage. Yeah, blurry Nicholas Cage than. No. This guy looks like it, they all look like off versions of each other. Here's here's Jim McClure with a with a goatee. There you go. Yeah. But they're from Brooklyn. They had a class up Jersey a little bit. I mean, God forbid they have a little fucking class out here. But uh, we got the focaccia made every day. Where you been? Fucking fluffy, dense cutlet, mochi, arugulas. It's not like the fucking smallest mouth on the planet. Word on the block is they're bringing the fucking water in from Brooklyn just to make the fucking focaccia. Gentlemen, like 11 and a half out of five. You know this guy? He's Take really popular. Care, brush no. your hair. Is he like the sandwich version of uh, uh, Barstool? Yeah. Portnoy? Pretty much, but he, he makes a lot of stuff. He's like, oh, I'm making my pasta today. Do a little this, a little that. He's pretty funny. Anyway. Um, Nicholas Cage is on our tier two plus options on our patreon so please subscribe you could upgrade and if you're listening on tier one again you could be watching for free today and just know that on tier two we do something called behind the velvet rope i want to take a call real quick before you enter this who's who's on jimmy jimmy who jimmy superfly snicker yeah what's up jimmy Yo, what's up, hermano? Oh, Yimmy. Oh, what's sorry. up, Jimmy? Yimmy. <laughs> nah, just, I wanted to wish everybody a happy sequel to Mile. And, uh, of course, keeping it in, uh, in traditional Hispanic ways, I'm on delay. So I, I had one quick question for y'all. I, I have y'all already talked about the um, 
yeah, the other day y'all uh, you, you spoke about how you didn't have your fight anymore. Did y'all dive into that at all today? No. And and by the way, when I say fight, meaning okay, well, like I, uh meaning my like I avoid comfort I want to avoid confrontation because I feel like I've I've mellowed out, I've matured, but by mellowing out and maturing and avoiding confrontation, people, you know, they jab at you more. Right, right. Well, I just wanted to point out one thing, and I'll, I'll keep it quick because I don't want to go completely off topic, off topic, but if I don't say it now, I'll forget about it. So, uh, you know, in accordance to that, I feel the very, I mean, you were like talking to my soul right then and there. I got a lot and, of feedback and, uh, on I, that, I man. I wanted to chime <laughs> I wanted to chime in and say, though, but, you know, one thing that, uh, that y'all have done that I don't know how much this will play a factor in it, I feel like it's a lot bigger factor than maybe you're, you've had, uh, you put attention to. But back in the day, Spotty was the one that was kind of low-T and uh, didn't have a whole lot of gumption to him where y'all were. And then y'all got y'all's test done where y'all, y'all find, found out that yours had dropped and Spotty got on TRT. And, and now, now he's the he's the the old school Cavino and Richa of of old with his uh, fire and everything. And I, I feel that way with mine. I found out just last week that my or week before last, my tea was low, and I've I've been battling with that whole deal. Do I want to be kind of that that guy that fights with everything, or do I like the the mellow guy that I am now? I, I, look, but I'm sure all those things play a factor, but I think it's also a maturity, Thanks. man. Thanks, I think it's Amy. a maturity thing, and you know. It's a, a coming of age sort of thing. It's like, and Rich hit on this too. It's like when you, you need, are you constantly fight. fighting, you feel you feel ugly about it, and you regret those things. So you don't want to be that person anymore, and you you try to learn from that. But then what you realize is when you put the fight aside, no regrets. People sense that vulnerability, and they take advantage. So there has to be a balance. But hey, there's something to be said about that for sure. Um, but if you missed that show, that was yesterday. Um, well, let me make this very clear and happy Cinco de Mayo to you, Yimmy. Yimmy. If you've never seen a behind the velvet rope, we wanted to show one for free today. One I most recently did again on my patio. Um, what was I going to say? Have you considered doing the tea? No, cause that shit could be increased no matter what i could have been going through a weak ass diet phase like it could be anything you know like not I'm, always okay well i could i could get it checked again i, I mean was, my buddy chris i was was, eating, was as low as mine was his shit is like super skyrocketed high now just on supplements and diet change so like what was the first word what the first word was diet, supplements. supplements and diet change yeah, yeah so take supplements yeah so there's all sorts of ways to take, to do that but i don't think uh, i think it has more to do with like life experience than it has to and do with the, that and the ladies love it too could be hey could be uh, could be a mixture so of all wanna, those things you don't want to inject a needle in your leg twice a week or no. once a week not yet I do it not unless days. i know i'm out of the kid game you know i don't want to take any chances but there's all but there's also a, a, a supplement to for keep your sperm going which I also take. Just something to think about. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, you have to realize that what? So because you have high T, that gives you the right to be like an asshole. No, because Rich still has higher. Well, Rich is an asshole. Rich still has higher T you know? than I do. Like I don't have Rich. I don't. I, Rich's I don't levels are still like twice as much as mine. Because so, his are just so high. You know, I, but again, that that is something that. People think that like when you do is up and down no matter what when you're like doing you could, could get your shit back. I could have again been going through a bad phase. People think it's like a cure all and you're injecting steroids in your butt. 
um, it's getting you from a low level, like a below normal level into the normal range. You're not like overdosing on testosterone. Yeah. I was like, in the normal range though. Lower uh, very, on the yeah, normal range, but low, I was in the normal range. Depending um, on where you start the range. Some, some people start the range at like four. Some people start the range at three. Yeah. Depends on who you ask. No, no, uh, it's something to think about. But, but like, but yeah, I, I was like a two something when I got my uh, follow up test. So I test. So I, I'm probably like, when I get my test done, I'm like four or 500. So I'm not super high. And Rich was like 800 when he got his test. Thank you, Yimmy. Yimmy. I do want to make this clear though, because it's confusing. And by the way, it was a really interesting conversation we had yesterday and i got a lot a lot of feedback on it so if you missed yesterday's show you can catch that too but everything is on our patreon and our tier two offers something called behind the velvet rope so if you're only a tier one subscriber and you're hanging out with us enjoying the video features today this is some of the stuff that you're missing some of it i'm not saying this is the greatest shit ever and the be all end all but uh, i'm having a, a drink of whiskey i wish it was tequila because today's cinco de mayo but I'm having a drink of whiskey, and I invite you in on the writing process. I called this little behind the velvet rope episode. Let me see if I can remember. Writing session and rarity, because it was a little tickle sack writing session and a rare middle of the week cocktail that I shared with you guys. So we'll give you a little sample, a little free taste of what tier two is all about. If you watched it already, then again, you could catch... Tito Santana from yesterday or enjoy the rest of your day. Watch Amber Heard on, on trial again. Guys, thank you for being here. Enjoy Cinco de Mayo. Viva la raza and vatos locos forever. Hi, 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 hi. You got to say. Uh, hi. Oh, uh, see you in the promised line. No, no, no. Oh, no. Plus, what did you say? You got to say Rich's oh, part. Uh, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Right. Right. Let, me, let me work on this transition. Boom, 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 boom.